You may not be able to see your way out, but Jesus has something in mind for you. He already knows what he's going to do. When you get fired off of your job and you just wonder why they shut the door on you, he says, I already know what I'm going to do. You've been tithing. You've been giving. You've been trusting. You don't have to worry. I already know. I got something in mind. Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. I don't know what you've been going through, but Jesus knows what you've been going through. You may have been waiting for a miracle. Jesus already knows what he's going to do for you. I want you to listen closely to today's message that you might be encouraged to continue to hold on until you receive your miracle. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. Jesus is getting ready to work a miracle. And the boy is a willing participant. Many of us have not seen the miracles of God because we are not willing participants. See, we want God to work a miracle, but we don't want to invest anything in it. See, we want God to do something for us, but we don't, we, we don't want to offer him anything. We, we just, Lord, uh, Lord, I hear you. you. You got the blessings flowing over there. We got the blessings flowing over there. You know I have a need, but I don't care what your need is. God always requires you to step out in faith of some kind. Ask the widow woman who said, I'm getting ready to die. Me and my son just going to make one cake, uh, a little bit of a cake, a little oil, and we're going to eat it and die. And the man of God said, make one for me first. To us, it doesn't make sense. That's inappropriate. But God was getting ready to do something, and he needed her to participate willingly. And when she did, that was a miracle that broke out, that provided for her and her family for the rest of their lives. See, the boy could have said, no, this is my lunch, and I will have to eat it. But he gave it up. When we have a financial need, don't we say, why should I tithe when I have all of this need in my hand? I, all I need is in my hand. Why should I tithe out of this? The reason, this little boy could have said, the reason I have two fish and five pieces of bread is because I eat two fish <laughs> and five pieces. <laughs> if I didn't need it, I wouldn't have brought it. There are those who said, I will tithe, but I'm not going to give a penny more. See, there are people who tithe faithfully, but they're saying, that's the end of it. I ain't giving not a one penny more. They'll tithe to the third decimal place if they could. But I ain't going over that. I'm just doing that because I just don't want to be cursed. But if we're going to see the miracles of God, we're going to have to trust him with all that we have. You will never see God's ability to multiply what you have if you're not willing to release it. Look at what happened. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. They all ate and were satisfied. I don't want you to miss this. Jesus 
blessed the food, and then he passed it out to his disciples. I'm going to ask Ella Shepherd, would you just stand here for a minute? Brother Dotson, just stand here. Jesus blessed it. Now, you got to see how this works. He got two fish, five loaves. He had a bunch of disciples, at least 12, maybe some more. And he blessed it. And now he began to pass it out. And as he's passing it out, it multiplies. Because he's got more than five disciples. So it is multiplying as he passes it out. But I wonder, why is this miracle the only miracle that's all four Gospels? Here's why I think. Because when they go to pass it out, now he said, set them down in groups of 150s. If there's at least 5,000 people and they're in groups of hundreds, that's at least 50 groups. And if there's in 50s, that's 100 groups. Now, go out and start feeding the group. I didn't give you enough to feed 100 people. So it multiplied in your hands too. So every, this is the only miracle that all the disciples uh, participated in all at the same time. They begin, the, the things begin to multiply in their hand. It multiplied in Jesus' hands and it multiplied in the disciples' hands. Because the more they passed out, the more it multiplied. Thank you. God wants you to see something. He wants to do it, but he wants you to know that he's able to do it through your own hands too. Not only can he bless you, but you can bless others. You can, he can multiply what you've got in your hand. It multiplied. They distributed. And then they went from group to group in an organized manner. And that's another thing that it says here. If you're not careful, you'll miss it. And the disciples distributed it to those who were seated. Now, he told them to have the folks go out and be seated in groups. Now, so if you're standing still, up, standing, because you don't want to be seated, you didn't get nothing. Distribute to those who are obedient. Distribute to those who follow my instruction. Distribute to those who do what I tell them to do. Distribute to those who are seated like I told them. So God is a God of order. God is a God of obedience. So if you need to get God's blessing, you need to be obedient to what God tells you. They display, that's what he said. The disciples distributed to those who were seated. And look at what he said. As much as they wanted. He didn't say, now he didn't say just break them off a little piece, just to be sure to, that, that, that you don't run out. He said he gave them as much as they wanted. See, they, were, they ate until they were all satisfied, the scripture says. So our God is the God of more than enough. He's not a God of just barely making it. He's not a God that said, let me see if I can just get you over. He's a God of more than enough. He's the God of an abundance. Jesus said, oh, see, I got in mind what I'm going to do. I'm, I want to show you that I'm able to do more than you can even imagine. When they had gathered enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Sound like Pastor Martin. <laughs> gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. 
And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. They started off with five loaves and two fish, fed over 5,000 people and picked up 12 baskets left. Now, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. All he's looking for is somebody that can believe that he can do what he can do. See, see, that's why God says, you know, I'm, over, I'm able to open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. Do you believe that? Do you believe it enough to offer to him uh, what he requires of you? And then he said, but he's also the God of stewardship. He's the God of stewardship. God is not wasteful. He said, hey, listen, pick this up. Now, listen, this is what's left over. Now, you know how people are. They got uh, all this fish and all of this bread. You know some people ate as much as they had, and some got some takeout containers, and they start saying, we're going to take some of this home. Sister Gloria was there. She said, come on, give me something, Pastor. I'm taking this home. You got another bag to put this in. You know, and he didn't mind. He still had 12 baskets left over. Twelve baskets left over. And I wonder, what did the boy take home? Now, the scriptures doesn't say this. But I know if anybody got a basket, it was the boy. <laughs> Come on, son, take this back to your house. Tell your mom and your dad and your sisters and your brothers, uh, thank you so much for allowing us to use your two-piece fish dinner to get this thing started. Didn't the word tell us the number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. And after the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. That prophet is Jesus Christ. I want to tell you today about this prophet. He is compassionate. I don't care what you're going through. I want you to look at me. He is compassionate and he cares for you. You're going through some stuff? He knows and he cares. Secondly, he wants to be your shepherd. When he's your shepherd, he can lead you right through that. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of death, I feel no evil because thou art with me. David started that out, said the Lord is my shepherd. You don't have to be lost. You don't have to be confused. You don't have to be without hope. You don't have to be without protection. The Lord is that prophet who's coming to the world. He wants to be your shepherd. Thirdly, he is your miracle worker. When you're in a remote place and it's getting late. When you're in need and you don't know where your supply is coming from. He already has in mind what he's going to do. I want you to bow your heads today. There's somebody in here that this message was precisely for. You're in a remote place and for you it's getting late. If the truth will be known, you're just about to let go of the rope and say, Lord, I don't know what to do. I've done all I know how to do. That's where they were out in this place. We don't know how to feed these people. We can't do nothing. 
Jesus says, I already know what I got in mind. This is your day. Here's a good opportunity for you. Whatever it might be, it may be a decision about your future. It may be your health concern. It may be financial concern. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to do. I want you to know that Jesus has compassion for you and he cares. Here's what we're going to do today. I want you to stand on your feet and I want you to come forward today. We're just going to pray and ask the Lord that whatever he's going to do, that he's got in mind to do, to begin to release that to you. Come on, stand on your feet right where you are. Come forward. We're going to pray for you right now. Father, I'm in this place. I'm ready to move on to another place. This is, I don't know what, what you have for me, but this is a season. I'm giving it to you. What I have, I'm giving to you. What I have, I'm giving to you. It's like this boy says, I, uh, yeah, I got this. I can't do nothing with this. Maybe you can do something with it. Give it to Jesus. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atascacita, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.